Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, the news lady just brought us the story that they're bringing cursive back to California schools. And with two kids in California schools, I should have been aware of that, but was not. And I just can't quite wrap my head around this. I don't know what it is in the rest of the country, but I know my my oldest niece in Kansas, I remember finding out she'd never learned to write cursive. She's going to be, I think, 25 here in a month or so. Good God. Um, and But she never learned cursive. So now we're going to have a generation of kids who do write cursive, and then they're like older contemporaries at work won't know how to read it because they never had cursive. That That just seems weird to me. Well, I'm just glad that they have time in the midst of their Black Lives Matter instruction and their gender-bred person lessons to concentrate on the beautiful art of cursive. Now, I'm afraid <laughs> reading reading and math will still be impossible to get to in California public schools, but their handwriting, as they write out, uh, my mommy and daddy are counter-revolutionaries because they won't confirm my gender or affirm my gender. You can write that out beautifully, though. Very flowing script. Who who put forward the money and energy to bring back cursive? Because, I mean, you had to, like, you know, you had to write a proposal and probably sway some people and have a campaign. And, I mean, who, who was behind this? And for what reason? Follow the money. I don't know. Wow. I'm just blown away by this. Of all the weird things going on in our schools, then to have this happen. I'm afraid I only have the bandwidth to roll my eyes and move on. <laughs> Wow. Uh, that's not our biggest problem in California, as Katie Green will point out from a story when this happened just a couple of days ago. 
Yeah, day before yesterday. All right. And where were you? I was just at the local grocery store. There you go. And uh, we're standing in line, and there were like 15 people in line behind us, a couple of checkers open. And these this group of young women had come into the store, and they were being kind of rambunctious and whatnot. And after... Oh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, now, I know the end of the story, but... So from the beginning, they were drawing attention to themselves. Yes. How interesting. Yes. Go on. The, yeah. the second they walked in, they, they made a spectacle of themselves. And we were standing there in line, and I'd say within... I don't know, three or four minutes, same group of girls walked back by us with a shopping cart filled to the brim with alcohol. And they were laughing and being loud, and one of them turned around and looked at all of us that were still standing in line and went, y'all effing losers in line when this S is free. And they all walked right past the cashiers and this hired security guard that works at this store and walked out. And we all just kind of looked at each other, and then I, we looked at the cashier and said, you guys obviously can't do anything, can you? He's like, no, I'll get fired. So this story, uh, we've all seen the um, uh, videos on YouTube or Twitter or wherever of this sort of thing happening. But this story, like the story you just <laughs> told, excuse me, <coughs> Ebola, the story you just <gasps> told, if we played that, what, 10 years ago? Certainly 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It would be jaw-droppingly... You wouldn't know, know what to say. I still well, don't know you, what you'd to be say. Like, well, I don't understand what happened. Why didn't this happen? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't somebody do that? Yeah, it would be unthinkable that that could transpire as it transpired. Walking yeah. past the customers and saying, y'all are losers. Hit us with that quote again. Y'all effing losers in line when this S is free. Okay. You either have a society or you don't have a society. Or you either have rules or laws or manners or whatever you want whatever you want to point In to. In short, civilization. Civil- either have civilization or you don't. And that is that is not having civilization. What's sad is the afterthought that I had. I was like, wow, you know, I'm really glad that nobody in line decided, you know what, they're right, screw it. And then, you know, they didn't start a movement out of the store. Well, little by little, that will drop off. I got to, like I said the other day, I'm a very law-abiding person. But I got to admit, when I was poor... And in my early 20s, I might have thought, I probably would have thought, you know, I'm not just not, as, not even wanting to caring about paying for it. I'm not going to wait in line. I'm going to go grab my six pack of Coors Light and walk to my car and drive home. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had uh, something like an epiphany, I think. Um, I mean, the, the surest uh, way to ensure poor writing, and I apologize for it. Uh, in cursive? Did way, you write that in cursive? <laughs> of course I did. Um, but the best way to have civilized behavior and, and decent behavior is through morality. I mean, because if you are a moral person, it doesn't matter if anybody is watching. It doesn't matter if there's a, uh, a legal repercussion or, or, or what have you. Um, and, and we all, I think, well, we used to aspire to the sort of morality that as they say, is measured when nobody else is looking. Uh, anyway, but in the absence of that, you have to have incentives and disincentives, obviously, to have a society work, because there are certain people who are amoral or immoral. During hour four of, of yesterday's show, <clears throat> Jack brought up some, some really good kind of heady uh, philosophical stuff from uh, Dante's uh, Divine Comedy. Um and and the we've lost one of the seven deadly sins through something like a mistranslation. Do you remember what that word was? I can look it up real quick. I got it in my notes. Acidosis what or they, vicissitude. Or? The, the deadly sin of sloth, which we have called it through the years, is actually the word acedia is the word that uh, 
Dante's. Not acidosis. So the seven, okay. de- seven deadly sins, pride, envy, wrath, acedia, avarice, gluttony, and lust. Well, acedia is generally translated as, as sloth, but the term in English tends to b- mean laziness, physical slovliness. But what it used to mean, and what we've lost in the 20th century, sloth meaning a pursuit of doing good. A pursuit of being a good person. That is mm-hmm. what sloth is. I'm not trying to be good anymore. And that is right. the most important of the deadly sins. Or just pursuing goodness in our society, in our right. town, you know, designing policies. And so the reason that popped back into my head was, you know, Katie's story, obviously. And I'm juggling a whole bunch of different stories and themes that we'll bring to you sooner or later or never because there's so much of it. But I uh, came across this story. 50-year-old trans swimmer shared locker room while competing against teens. Quote, the girls were terrified. Oh my God. Got that story. Oh I could God. get into the details, but it's precisely what it sounds like. Um, uh, came across another story. A, a guy was out of state. He lives in New York State. He was out of state for a while. I can't remember why, and it doesn't matter. But he started to get exorbitant water bills. And so he called the water company and said, hey, you need to shut off my water. Something's gone wrong. And they went to check, and there were squatters that had broken into his house and were living there. And he is forbidden by law from turning off his water. So he must accept those giant bills, and there's nothing he can do about it except a very, very long legal process. And and it struck me, as I looked at all these stories, including Katie's, that it's what you're talking about. The instinctive need or reaction, what we all perceived just now when I described those three stories, was that is wrong and of course you know the flip side of what's happening would be good that would be the pursuit of goodness to root out what is wrong and evil is good but various forces in our society including some of the best known and best heard and uh, the biggest megaphones have through various means got us so confused or they have made it so complex and perverse to just say, look, that's wrong. I can sense it's wrong. Instinctively, I know that's wrong. A grown man is terrifying little girls by his presence. But now this confusing fringe theory of gender or whatever is telling me, no, you're the bad person. Because of this, that, and the other, and gender did, and, and uh, the genderbred person, and blah, 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 radical theory, blah, blah, blah. And they have silenced and stifled your ability, and sometimes your desire, because you just get afraid, you get, you get beaten down, to say, no, I know that's wrong. Maybe I can't tell you precisely why, and maybe I can't explain to you precisely why your arguments are, are utterly morally bankrupt, but I know it's wrong. And it's like we've designed a society where the quest for goodness and the resistance to evil is has become so complex and exhausting, most people aren't interested in it anymore. Yeah, it's interesting. I never thought about it before, but they, so clearly there is an innate sense for justice and goodness. Now, if you believe that comes from God or whatever, evolution, because it's the only way you can have society work or whatever, we have an innate desire for good and, and justice. And so one of the ways they get over is appealing to that and thinking, no, you want to be good? The good thing is to allow the 50-year-old man in the girl's restroom. Um, that's the good you thing. You allow the squatter to bilk the homeowner who has done, done nothing wrong. 
But uh, I have another point about this. Why, why do I do good? I think I may have changed my mind in just the last couple of minutes. All right. A quick word from our friends at Oxford Gold. Interestingly, uh, not intentionally, but certainly appropriately, they want to talk about all the, the chaos going on in the country and how a lot of us are thinking more about self-defense, whether it's home protection, financial protection, what have you. One form of financial protection is and always has been diversification. Gold has often been used to protect assets against inflation. Gold is a global reserve asset, and countries are buying massive amounts of gold as a hedge against financial collapse. So stop just thinking things are going to automatically get better for some reason. Start looking out for yourself and your family. Protect yourself and invest in gold. Yep, our friends at Oxford Gold Group will help you understand why you need gold in your 401k. Did you know you can do that or why you should have gold on hand? It's easy, it's simple, and the Oxford Gold Group is there to help. It's about diversifying. You don't have to put every penny you have into gold. Uh, just ask them uh, for their investment guide at OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free to get that investment guide. Or if you're ready to make a purchase of precious, precious metals, you can earn up to 2500 bucks in free gold. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. That's OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free. Maybe we'll break on time for a once. That story from Katie is absolutely amazing. I mean, how long can society exist when you have people walk out the door and saying, you're a loser for waiting in line for paying for this. This is free, you moron. And then they walk off with their shopping cart full of booze. The lawless are actively taunting the law abiding. And mocking us as stupid. Right. Uh, um, um, um. So I was thinking about why I don't do that and had an interesting, uh, I hate to reuse the word epiphany, second time in one segment, but. Never thought about this before. These are epiphanous times. And what are your thoughts on this? Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Oh, mailbag. Woohoo. Drop us a note, would you? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Michael writes, hi, Jack. Biden is a pussy, right? Get ready for a military draft. How old are your boys, effing idiot? All right. So that's not an argument, sir, unless you're arguing that the United States shouldn't defend itself. All that is the angry bellow of a beast. You've not, adva- you've not advanced the discussion. Do better. I think it's more likely we end up in a bigger, wider war if we don't show strength. I honestly believe that. That's an argument. Dick from Pennsylvania writes, I can only imagine Biden's response if he were president during 9-11. It's an interesting alternate history assignment. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Come on, guys. Writes Ryan, after listening for 15 years, I can't believe you missed this. Gavin Newsom nailed it when he said Biden has the quality of youth. Like a two-year-old, he can't put two coherent words together. Don't get me started on the quality of his imagination. Who's added more words to the English language or come up with more reasons not to do something than Biden? He is a greater wordsmith than, uh, than Shakespeare, who's credited with inventing many English words and phrases. Should we have any of Biden's many words and phrases there, Michael? This would be a good time for them. Anyway, gosh, are you? Are, what are you? Flat are you, you, are, you are listening to a Taylor Swift CD. <laughs> I can hear it through your headphones. No, actually, I have the new some quality of use uh, clip ready for oh, you if you want. That's it. what you're working on. Oh, okay, do you want yeah, it here? Would, uh, okay, go ahead. It's three hours on photo lines on three events a day, then giving speeches. Are you kidding? At 80 years old, to be in that kind of health, uh, I have no issues whatsoever. And by the way, I'm an old-fashioned guy. You know, I think Bobby Kennedy said it best. What the world needs are the qualities of youth, not a time of life, a state of mind, a quality of imagination. That's Joe Biden. He's a good line of... <laughs> Old Gavin spouts a good line of crap. He's pretty good at that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan's final note. I only have two words for you if you want to disagree with Newsom. Just don't. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you have no concerns good. whatsoever about the guy's age. Wow. Oh, no. Three hours on a rope line, three events a day. Uh, when did that happen, yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly. Come on. They get him, you know, upright and more or less cognizant for like an hour and a half a day, and everybody knows it. Oh, that reminds me, uh, James O'Keefe of Project Veritas fame, he now has a different company. Um, his latest thing is he's talking with a, a White House official, not a high-level guy, but um, uh, and he, he's taping it as usual, and he's asking about Biden's uh, mental acuity and everything else. And the guy says, oh, yeah, everybody's concerned about it, you know, and and he hints a little bit. He's a little vague, but oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and O'Keefe asks him about uh, Kamala, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, there were meetings about removing her, but they just decided you can't. The first uh, black, well, mixed race vice president in history, you're going to boot her out? How do you explain that? It just looks terrible. There's no way to spin it. So they decided they can't. All of that rings true. Mm. 
Moving along, back to the uh, Iran and its proxy situation. Sideshow Bob writes, we should seize a loaded Iranian tanker and rechristen it the SS Jordan. That would be a good start. We're now five days since we had those soldiers killed and no response. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. This is very dark and slightly long. Uh, oh, yeah. My goodness. There's a lot of sport being made of this online, appropriately so. Chicago has become the largest city in the United States to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, please feel free to insert your, how about a ceasefire in Chicago first, Brandon? Jokes as uh, their idiot mayor, Brandon Johnson, was the tie-breaking yeah, vote. We've got the audio on that. We'll play later. It's uh, The crowd goes wild with excitement. Yay! Our city council just condemned the, a war on the other side of the world. What the hell? Robbery, battery, carjackings, aggravating assaults, all up since last year, all steadily going up since 2019. Last year, 2,500 shootings, uh, 620 of which uh, ended with a dead person, uh, thousands of robberies, sexual assaults, etc. I forget who I saw say this online yesterday, but all these different cities that... Uh, have more meetings about wars in other countries that they have nothing to do with than they do with stopping crime in their own towns. It's just weird. What a weird thing to focus on. Something that is not your role whatsoever. Weird is one word. Idiotic is another. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Like this Chinese-run hotel. The owner estimates there are as many as 100 hotels in Quito that, like hers, host Chinese migrants headed to the U.S. They've got essentially a how-to guide to go from here and to continue north. And they tell you here how many days you should be preparing, vaccinations you might need, other documents you should carry with you. They even mentioned bringing $300 and hiding that amount of money because of presumably being robbed at some point and needing cash as a backup. We're about to talk a little bit about China. I thought I'd slide in that story about the Chinese that are coming to the United States through Ecuador, and the Chinese have actually set up a hotel in the capital in Ecuador with a guide on getting Chinese nationals into the country. Sounds like a pretty good travel agent, too. Covers, you know, vaccinations and everything. Uh, How much cash to have on hand. Yeah, our most potent and dangerous foreign adversary getting their nationals into our country, uh, sneaking across the board. I wouldn't worry about that at all. Uh, Speaking of China, the most excellent Josh Rogan, global opinions columnist for the Washington Post and author of Chaos Under Heaven, Trump, Xi, and the Battle for the 21st Century, joins us to talk about uh, matters re-China. Josh, how are you, sir? Uh, great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. So far, so good, I guess. Uh, so I was so intrigued by something you wrote recently about anti-Semitism in Chinese media and social media. Um, just on its face, it's pretty interesting, but why it's important to the West and what it shows. Can you just start with telling us what's going on, what you've observed? Right. Well, it's kind of crazy, actually, because, you know, we sort of saw ever since the October 7th terrorist attacks uh, on Israel that the Chinese government has been pretty much pro-Palestinian. That's not really that, like, surprising, you might say. They had, you know, Xi Jinping hosted the Palestinian Authority just a couple months earlier. They see the Palestinian struggle as a great way to screw with our ally Israel and thereby screw with us and promote their anti, anti-imperialist, anti-West autocratic agenda so they make common cause with a lot of these you know groups uh but what was really crazy and what a lot of my uh, you know chinese friends especially noticed is that on the chinese internet especially on their social media it wasn't just like criticizing netanyahu it was jews are nazis and the jews control the media and the jews control the world and all of this really sort of old school anti-semitic Garbage. If I may, if I may, if I may jump in, if I may jump in quickly, Jews are Nazis uh, indicates a, a lack of understanding of some terms. Yeah. Well, and and it's not like there's a ton of Jewish folks kicking around in Beijing either. But go on, Josh. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I've traveled in China many times, and usually it's like a philo-Semitism. It's like, oh, Jews are so smart, or you must have so much money, and you know, oh, you know, how did you, you know? But the, now it's like really like, oh, you guys are genocidal maniacs, and you're a cabal running the the, the world behind the scenes, and it, and it's, it's it's really nasty. And because we know the Chinese internet is controlled by the Chinese government, it necessarily means that they're fueling this. And then all of a sudden, here comes the state TV with clips about how you know uh, you know the Jews control the American election, so democracy doesn't work. And you realize that what they're doing is they're trying to say that. Democracy is a sham. Therefore, shouldn't everybody want like an emperor? Isn't that a much better deal? And that comes at the cost of like a lot of anti-Semitism and hatred. And once you stir up all of those things in China, they don't just go away. You're training all these people who have no choice really but to read the heavily censored Chinese internet uh, to hate. And it, it's a that it's really messed. I just thought it was a really messed up thing. 
Well, the first thing my mind jumps to is is TikTok and how the Chinese government's been so successful in piping ideas into the heads of our young people. Have you seen that same sort of anti-Semitism on TikTok, for instance? Oh, yeah. My whole TikTok feed is uh, anti-Semitism and, and Chinese propaganda. Now, maybe that's because I click on those things and I watch them because it's like for my professional research. But somehow, you know, it seems like... TikTok is a wash, which is like really vibrant. And every time I report the anti-Semitism, it never gets taken down. You know what I mean? And then the Chinese propaganda is so uh, sophisticated. It's so savvy in a way because what is more and more through American voices. It's like that Osama bin Laden thing. Like how did 40,000 you know, American teenagers all decide on the exact same day that Osama bin Laden was right about something? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't happen organically. That's what the algorithm does. And that's not to say that I don't have a problem with Facebook or X or Instagram or Thread or whatever, they, their algorithms also need to be more transparent. We need to know how they're manipulating what we see and how that affects what our children's minds perceive as a reality. But at least they're not the genocidal mass murdering dictatorship that they out to get us. And I think that's what people don't realize is that TikTok is run by the genocidal mass murdering dictatorship that's a, that seeks us harm, that is trying to influence our society to to come to theirs and that's really an order of magnitude worse than facebook it's worse sure. than worse than instagram all put together and here's where we must point out that the move to get TikTok banned or more heavily regulated has completely died because they are so successful in spreading bribes around the political spectrum nobody has any interest in the topic anymore well yeah that's exactly right well first they had that horrible hearing where like the guy who you know he had that one Center who was like, how come I keep just seeing dancing men on my TikTok? And they, the CEO was like, I don't know, should I tell? You know, and he like that was like the level of investigation that we got. <laughs> from the you know, they didn't understand, no idea what they're talking about. And then, of course, here comes the lobbying, and it's not just the Chinese companies with millions of, it's the American companies like Oracle and who are making money off of the making the money and who want, you know, who have their own politicians in their pockets and. The Wall Street guys, because, you know, the, the, all these Chinese companies are, are using Wall Street money. That means private equity. That's big power in Washington. So, of course, it's, nothing happens. They, everybody pounds the table and we go back to business. But, you know, if you just think about how, like, you know, what's going on in our site, how much it's driven by the, the, the content that people see on social media, uh, putting that in the hands of our greatest adversary uh, is, is it's crazy. It's stupid. And, uh, you know, something's got to be done. It makes the Trojan horse seem like a, a you know a minor incident in world history. It's one of the most amazing things that's ever happened. Historians will look back on this someday if historians are allowed to print anything when China takes over the world and think, how did any superpower allow all their young people to be educated by their number one adversary? Right, and it's sort of like you know, it, it, it's good that you point out it's not a new tactic, right? Because so they've been doing it since Trojan times. But if you just think about like just the difference between. 2016, no matter what you thought about the Russian interference, in the, in the end, it was a bunch of Facebook pages. This is like a heavily organized and artificial intelligence driven thing. It makes the Russian interference look like, like child's play by comparison. And that's what you don't realize about the Chinese is that they're not, they don't do it in the clumsy way. They do it in the smart way, which is to make it, have their messages come through American phones in America with American voices and American influencers and, we don't, we're not savvy enough as a democracy to have institutions that can even understand that, much less regulate it. But essentially, in the end, that's exactly what's going to have to happen. 
Good Lord, this is discouraging. Yeah, it's like the Trojan horse was a moving sidewalk in the Greeks or the Spartans or the Irish or whoever got Trojan horse. <laughs> Didn't bother shutting down the sidewalk. They just left it open. Good Lord. Josh Rogan, global opinions columnist for the Washington Post, is on the line. Uh, speaking of China taking over the world, Josh, there have been a number of headlines uh, in, in, in the business papers especially, but uh, China's run into some serious, serious economic economic uh, stumbles, haven't they? Well, yeah, there's two things going on. One is that the Chinese economy has been slowing for over a decade. All right? That's like structural. When it's a, the bigger it gets, the lower the growth rate is going to be. It's just natural that it was going to slow. And then you add on the extra things that Xi Jinping has done wrong. And, you know, there's two ways to analyze it. There's the Wall Street way, and then there's the honest way. Right? The Wall Street way is to say, oh, well, this is a good time to invest in China because all the stocks are down. And oh, you know, everything's going to be fine and they're going to bounce back. So, you know, or some people will even say, well, that this means they're not that powerful, so we don't really have to do anything to compete with them. But the honest way to now analyze it is to say that the reason that China's economy is in the toilet is because Xi Jinping has destroyed private business in China because he's nationalized the education, the gaming, everything. It's all coming, uh, the technology, He put people are falling out of windows, putting people in prison, executives dying all the time. This is a scary scenario. This is a, 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 an environment where American businesses are getting scooped up and, and shut down. And what that really should tell us is that China is becoming more dangerous as it gets weaker, not less. Interesting. Josh Rogan, Global Opinions columnist for The Washington Post. Excellent follow on X as well. Josh, thanks a million for the time. Good to talk to you. Anytime. China's getting more dangerous as it gets weaker, uh, which is uh, worth remembering. Uh, yeah, I remember saying a couple of years ago, is that what Ian Bremmer criticized me for over-egging the pudding about? When I said the good news is for the world is that Xi is a communist. He actually believes that crap. Thank God, that's good news for us. I think that that he actually thinks that is a better economic system. If he was if he was more on board with the capitalism aspect, they would have more money and be more powerful. But yeah, I don't remember which particular pudding was over egged, but that might have been it. We're talking Ian later this week, aren't we, about the global risks uh, yeah. list that's out for twenty twenty four? Correct. So I, I, I think that you may be over egging the pudding a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. A classic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a very, very friendly way of saying you have no idea what you're talking about. No, 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 no. You're just trying a little hard. Hey, let's get back to the TikTok thing. Because this cannot be uh, emphasized too much. No, I can't. We are allowing the minds of our young to be poisoned by our most dangerous global adversary because a few people are making a few bucks and, and they're spreading around bribes to our utterly corrupt uh, legislators. You know, sometimes the, uh, the, the hardcore America first, throw them all out, we need a new constitution crowd is a little over the top for me. But when you see that level of... Uh, stupidity and and foolishness and fecklessness you can't help but think democracy doesn't work maybe yeah. the the threat yeah. just needs to get to worse i don't know yeah no kidding jack armstrong and joe getty the armstrong and getty show 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Did a long drive all the way to the Midwest and back, back to Kansas. But I also did some flying over a couple of weeks, a number of flights. And I hate flying and you're a long-time listener. You've heard me complain about that a lot. I'm just a guy who doesn't like flying. I'd way rather drive. Than, if I never had to fly again in my life, it'd be perfectly fine with me. I'm on the flight and uh, about the middle of the plane. And, and, and I'm on the window seat on the right side. On the other side of the aisle, the guy who's got the window seat on the other side, same row as me, starts screaming, Hey! Hey! We need some baby aspirin! We need some baby aspirin right now! This guy's having a heart attack! And everybody looks and is like, oh my god! I mean, you know, because it's perfectly quiet on the plane. Yeah. All of a sudden, this guy is yelling. I was like, holy crap! And now, who's got a baby aspirin? I need it right now! And this guy is like really screaming and yelling. (laughs) And in a like a weirdly attacking tone, which wow, um, interesting. I got a full blown one. You want to cut it in half? Uh, stop yelling at me. Anywho, so I must say that, and then people are like scrambling around, around, and, and a flight attendant comes down the aisle, and I need a baby aspirin. Do you have a baby aspirin? We need a baby aspirin. And she's <laughs> I don't know, sir, if you're familiar with the uh, the medical reality of this, but it's not like it doesn't stop the heart attack. No, he doesn't actually see. I, I ruined the whole story because the, really oh, one of the keys to the story is the fact that he keeps screaming. He's having a stroke. We need a baby aspirin. Who's got oh. a baby aspirin? He's having a stroke. And, and everybody who, like, comes by to try to help, he yells at them, which was kind of weird. Now, I realize he's in a panic situation. He's got a guy sitting next to him that he thinks might be dying, which, you know, will freak you out. Now, I'm on the other side. I'm only... So the guy is only three passengers away from me in my aisle. Um, um, it's the guy on the aisle of the other row, and I'm... <laughs> 
right. So he's just right there. And wow. And uh, I immediately started to have like, uh, uh, I had to quickly, like within the first 30 seconds, I was able to, you have no role in this. Yeah. You have no expertise, so you can't help. Right. Um, so and then, then, then I was quickly calm after that. I just because and you're not having a heart attack, right? right well, or I, a stroke, or well, I, well <laughs> my main thing was I got to do something. But but I quickly realized there's nothing I can do. I don't know anything about health situations. I can't help anything. I hope the guy's okay. But there's no, the best thing I could do is stay out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was calm after that. But so anyway, uh, lots of yelling back and forth. The guy looks horrible who's sitting there in the uh, in the in the seat. I mean, he's just his eyes closed and he's sweating and he's kind of shaking a little and the guy's yelling, oh. wait a baby ass, when he's having a stroke eventually somebody does come and word gets around that he's a doctor a doctor comes down the aisle there's actually a doctor on the plane thank god yeah <laughs> a doctor comes up turns out he's got a phd in medieval literature <laughs> he's an actual medical doctor and he had a bit of the military vibe to him like he was not uh. flabbergasted by anything and yeah. uh just like he'd been through some things anyway he comes walking he, he comes up and uh, what seems to be the problem he's like, i need a baby aspirin do you have a baby aspirin he's having a stroke and and i didn't hear quite what the doctor said but it sounded like he said something like well, you don't give a baby aspirin for stroke. And the guy yells, bull ass! I mean, yell bull bleep at him. Just like oh, the doctor. That's when the doctor jacked him right in the face. Knocked him out cold. <laughs> Anywho, I'm going to use up all our time here. Um, uh, it, it turns out the doctor did think he was having a heart attack, not a stroke, in which case he, a baby aspirin was a good But anyway, I didn't know all the medical equipment they have on a flight. If you have a doctor mm, yeah. on board, they pulled out all, I mean, he's got all these bags of liquids hanging for him. He's popping needles out all whatever, injected them. It's like, it looked like wow. an ER scene. He's got wow. all these bandages and tubes and all this different stuff. He's going to town like a, like an episode of ER on this guy right here, two, two people away from me. Um, so if you have a doctor on board, they got a lot of gear there to do a lot of stuff if you're ever sick. Otherwise, the air waitress has to do it. <laughs> Just take her best shot. She I, saw a video of how to get a needle in a vein once, but it was a few years ago. <laughs> they got the guy uh, kind of all fixed up, and then the uh, the uh, the pilot comes on and says, uh, we have a medical emergency, and we're going to have to make an emergency medical landing, so we're going to land uh, a little bit earlier. I know this is going to be disruptive to a lot of your flight plans, but blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, and there was no groaning or anything like that because everybody can imagine how awful that would be. But in case you've never had this happen before, so you can get prepared, uh, you are not making your next flight. You are not doing in hardly any of the things you were planning to do that day because the whole thing, at least three hours diversion from what we were planning to do. You have to land. Oh. They land super hard and slam on the brakes. So that the paramedics can get up there and the ambulances come up and they run on the plane really fast and get the guy off and everything like that. But one of the things they have to do is let the brakes cool down for a certain amount of time because they slammed on the brakes so hard. Then they have to do something with refueling. And then the guy or woman that they take off, they got to get that person's luggage. So they had to take all the luggage off of the plane, find his luggage, then put all of the luggage back on the plane. So between all of those things, it was three hours and everybody just watched as they realized their connection at the next place went by the wayside and uh and all your plans change and everything like that it's it's greatly inconvenient i wonder what the threshold is for they're gonna land for you it's got to be 
I would think it's almost got to be life or death or they won't land for you. Yeah, I doubt my stomach really feels bad. It's enough to like <laughs> land in, uh, you know, Joplin, Missouri, instead of going on to, uh, you know, Chicago. Right. But it was a full three hours, and then we never got off the plane, so we were sitting on the plane that entire time. Oh. Also, they put all the old medical gear in one of the restrooms and closed the doors, so you're down to one bathroom on a plane where everybody's been sitting there for three hours, and it's a... Uh, oh. Hope the people on your flight are healthy. Hey, eat better and exercise, I yelled. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.